0: And our first guest on two FMs and an AM, here he is. Yeah, <laughs> Ward the, One Alderman. Might as well go with the first Ward, right? Ward One <laughs> Alderman Chuck Redpath. Welcome.
1: Good morning, guys. How's it going? Good, man.
0: <laughs> I like. I think the show's new name is uh, Two FMs and an AM. Yeah, right.
1: Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, Springfield Alderman uh, Chuck Redpath. Uh, greatly appreciate you taking time this morning. Last week with the council roundup, uh, which is every Wednesday, reviewing what happens in Springfield City Council. Uh, you, uh, not just last week, the week before, and I think the week before that, you were really hammering on this project, downtown Springfield with the Ferguson Booth Building. What's the lay yeah. of the land there? Uh, and give us a little bit of a taste of what the history's been leading up to this point.
1: Well, you know, this project's been on and off for three or four years. Uh, uh, we we had a project that went defunct, basically, because of uh, poor management by the, the, the developer, Uh now they've come back with a, a different contractor or new developer that they've uh, claimed that has taken over the project, but it seems that this developer is still tied up with them, which is a no-no for us. Um, you know, We've given them close to a million dollars in TIF money prior to this, and and now they're back for $3.1 million more, which is the amount it is to finish the project, uh, which would mean the city would have basically $4 million in a project that's probably only going to be worth – 7.7 million when it's done. So, you know, it's our it's our responsibility as the city council to be the watchdog of of the taxpayers money and uh with this developer in there where he still owes he's in lawsuits up to his ears with the unions about the uh, benefits money that he took away and did not pay from for these people. So, you know, there's a lot of problems with this. Uh, but we Obviously, the city council would love to see some kind of development go there, uh, make it work, but we're not going to just hand them over uh, money and say, uh, yeah, okay, here's some more money we're going to dump into you. That's, that's the wrong thing to do. We need to have accountability. We need to be able to watch over the taxpayer's money, and we need to make sure this guy's out of it, because all he's trying to do is is recover the money that he may have had in it, which who knows where that money went, because when he was asked the question by Alderman Jim Donlan, he said, well, I, uh, he said, what happened to the money? The guy said, oh, I probably used it for other payrolls somewhere else. Uh, well, that's ridiculous. So that's my point. And listen, we need economic development downtown, but not going to hand somebody four million dollars and walk away and say and have them laugh say look we got the money out of these guys that's ridiculous
0: yeah i was gonna say chuck you know what what can we do as far as oversight to make sure that these guys are paying what they're supposed to do you know because i i I caught that too you know with the when when alderman Donlin asked rick lawrence about that and he was just like oh i don't know you know maybe went to other payroll i don't know you know that's ridiculous How, how can we get more oversight on these TIF projects
1: well, first off, the bank that 's lent him the money the first time for his project uh, did not vet this this in, individual he 's had problems in the past and and what happens in that case is that the bank needs to have an overseer from the bank that goes through the uh, goes through the books and make sure that they 're spending the money properly and that kind of thing. The city side of the things we do have a person that does that. Uh, she she has, she came up the other night at the city council and said, look, here's my books on how I run regular projects where if they buy nails, it's marked down here. They pay this payroll, it's marked down here. But that wasn't done under this project. Nobody was watching this guy. And, and he figured out, hey, if nobody's watching me, I can do whatever I want with the money they gave me. but. You know, he's put together a project that, frankly, is, is destined to fail. Most of the developers in Springfield that have looked at it says it doesn't economically make sense. He's going to try to put it put together twenty five hundred dollar a month condos, and be honest with you, the market won't bear that. The be- Springfield is, has some real high end uh, 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 apartments and condos downtown, but they're nowhere near that. So it's 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 a project of of chance at, at best.
0: And we're uh, talking with Springfield Alderman Chuck Redpath with. The uh, WMAY Morning news feed. and uh, Chuck, we've got a meeting tonight. Uh, last week, you guys tabled that. Uh, what What do you expect to happen tonight? Uh, it's a, It's a full city council meeting. You got stuff on the consent agenda. Uh, any Anything uh, kind of you know chomping at your uh, bit there to, to get across to other aldermen and the mayor?
1: Well, you know, here's the thing. We're, we've We've got a, a pretty uh, unusual. Uh, communication problem. They, the, the administration has a bad habit of of holding uh, things and not telling us stuff. We get words from contractors and developers when they talk to them about projects in the city of Springfield, don't tell the alderman. And you know what? Uh, if they want TIF money, they got to talk to us. I mean, we we have to we have an obligation to the taxpayers to watch over this kind of stuff. L- uh, last week, they brought uh, the the this proposal at four twenty uh, the developers agreement for this project, and we got it at four uh, four twenty one, which is just barely an hour before the meeting. And uh, you know, some of the guys didn't get to see it. You know, they they sent it out to them in emails or something. I you know. All day last Tuesday, I was at my farm working. I didn't look at my t- my messages or anything else. My phone rings, I just hold it off. So, you know, bottom line is is that uh, communication is terrible. And uh, you know, if it don't get better, things are just going to dry up. It's just not going to work.
0: Yeah. And last week, you had uh, mentioned that you had a whole list of questions that didn't get answered, and you actually had uh, the clerk read those questions out the week before that. Uh, so, Absolutely. So, and, and when I asked the out.
1: young lady from, and when I asked the young lady from uh, economic development, hey. Uh, uh, w- how much money do we have in the TIF? She goes, uh, I can't tell you that. Really? Uh, really? You, you, you guys are the accountants. You're the ones that, that watch our money, and you can't tell me what's in the TIF? It's an easy math equation. How much money have we spent? How much money uh, is obligated? And how much money will it generate in the TIF? So it's a, it's an easy math problem. Well, after uh, I threw a fit about that again last week, then they got uh, they got McCarty come up and and said, "Oh, this is how much we got." And now they're telling us there's about ten million dollars left in the obligation of the TIF. Which, okay, now now we're starting to talk. But why do we have to do this at the la- last minute when we're trying to pass an important bill?
0: It's pretty. Uh, uh, it makes it uh, important to watch, uh, and that's why it also makes it important to listen to the. Uh Uh, Council Roundup each and every Wednesday. Uh, Alderman Chuck Chuck Redpath, formerly of law enforcement, and here briefly before the break, I want to get your reaction to what you're seeing happening across the country. Uh, We have yet to see a rise to the level of uh, protests turning into violent action uh, here in Springfield. We've actually seen some very successful protests. Uh, peaceful uh, demonstrations with with individuals. But as somebody from uh, the law enforcement background, what what's your reaction when you see things happening in Portland or uh, even in Kenosha, uh, for example, where buildings are being burnt down and it doesn't seem like law enforcement's really taking uh, you know control of the situation?
1: Well, it breaks my heart. You know, I, I, I was 30 years in the military, 30 years as a law enforcement officer. Uh, you know, you, you look at our country and see this kind of thing happening and, and you look at who, what the reason is. And I can tell you that handcuffs are being put on law enforcement and they're not being able to do their job. And these poor these poor people have to go out there in that crowd anyway. And, uh, you know, they're getting rocks thrown at them and bottles and, and injured and shot and everything else. Uh, you know, The politicians need to get out of it and let the professional law enforcement people handle this situation. Look, everybody wants to have peaceful... Uh, peaceful protest. You know what? Let them have it. That's what we fight for. And when we go to war for it, is so, to protect people's freedoms of freedom of speech. But it doesn't mean you can burn down our towns. It doesn't mean you can kill people. It doesn't mean that you can uh, uh, walk senators through the streets of Washington when they were trying to beat up a senator. That's ridiculous. My goodness, this is a, this is America. We're not. This is not a, a communist or a third world country. We shouldn't have to go through this. And everybody wants to blame everybody else. Everybody wants to blame the president and everybody wants to blame uh, the, the uh, everybody else but you know the bottom line is is that if you're a mayor if you're a governor you need to take control of those things and let them protest but they don't need to burn our country down it's ridiculous
0: ultimately chuck redpath greatly appreciate your time this morning and for your insight
1: okay guys have a great day